then sausage and peppers. I mean, sausage and peppers are delicious, but yeah, if we're not doing sausage and peppers, then you do have to sit, like, put a bunch of butter in the pan, let it go nice and slow. And and yeah, like, even if you're just doing like some nice little maple links for breakfast, bunch of butter, let that shit, because when that butter cooks in that skin, oh, wait. Just hear that popping sound. You hear them screaming at you and everything. Oh my God, that's my favorite. That's literally one of my favorite noises. Not gonna lie. So good. So good. I love it. I can't. Welcome to the Stabby Boy! You are now tuned into the Stabby Boy Podcast. All right, guys. Welcome to the Snobby Boy. Oh, no, it's fucking repeating. God damn it. Hey. It's okay. Let it fucking ride. That shit. Listen to that all the time. Yeah. That shit. Uh, As the kids say. Welcome to the guys. Slaps. I don't know. They still say slaps. I don't know. I don't know. So anymore. So. All right, guys. Welcome to the show. Fucking heavy week. What a week. Heavy fucking week. What a week. I'm sorry. I they, they just I, they, I kind of just left me speechless. Just like really dawning back on it. We've I mean, got I don't a feel lo- like we ever fielded like a true eleven through any of that though. So like at the same time, yeah, it was rough. Two losses, two different competitions. We're out of one competition now. But again, like how many swaps from our last win? Like fuck. Um, you know exactly. We've got, I feel like, an even bigger show this week. A lot went on. Um, we're going to touch on, obviously, the Newcastle and Wolves loss. Um, we're going to really dig into both of these games this episode. Uh, it deserves it. And there's a lot of things that need to be said um, in terms of the way that we talk about our players um, and the way that we – perceive the game and um, also an understanding that there are differing opinions in the way people view the games. And I think that there's a lot behind that, that we can even touch on, but let's just fucking go right into it. Let's talk about fucking Newcastle. Anybody wants to start. I don't care. It's, it's almost like, it's, it's almost, it's, <laughs> Hey, nice. Um, yeah. It's almost like a tale of two halves because the first half, it really wasn't that bad. They played really well. They out- outplayed Newcastle, um, had some really nice moments, had a good, uh, few opportunities, and then second half came out, and it was like Newcastle really wanted it, and we came out just going through the motions almost during the second half. So it was it was a real interesting watch. It was disappointing, obviously, having the final score, what it was, um, and seeing the the collection of guys on the field together for pretty much for the first time. I've never seen that lineup before. Um, yep. Was obviously it didn't work, um, but I think in the grand scheme of things, it's really not the end of the world. It sucked watching. I know you guys did some some extra scouting today and rewatched it. And it probably wasn't as fun. It wasn't very fun again rewatching it. But no, this is actually, I, this is actually the third time I've watched this match this week. Yeah. So. I'm right there with you. I'm right there with you. The first half, we, I mean, we 
fucking balled out. Like, I mean, we didn't like the the main thing that we consistently run into is if we don't have somebody in the mid who is actively trying to create, then this is what we run into. But we we do control possession. We do control the game in our way. Um, and that's what we saw in that first half. You know, Bernie's out. Um, Phil, for whatever reason, I don't, I don't know what, you know, I guess that's Kevin's out. I mean, obviously Kevin. I mean, like. <laughs> I, I just want to like back if, if we had you know, Kevin, like I don't even know if he would have played this game though. I don't know if he would have played against Newcastle. He probably would have played against Wolves or I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. If we were fully staffed right now, I don't know what the fuck we would have fielded right now. Nope. Um but like what we saw was youth players doing a lot in the first half. I mean, Oscar Bob making runs. Um, you know, almost creating a goal, uh, realistically. Mm-hmm. Um, and like, you know, there, there's a lot of positivity to be taken from that first half. And the second half, we see them make two changes and we don't do shit for 20 minutes. And that's where we are. They, they score a goal in like five or 10 or whatever it was. And, um, we just never came back from it and it, it was it was shameful it felt bad it fucking killed my soul in the middle of the week you know trying to work and shit and like that's going on but right you know at the same time i looked at it like well i hate to call it this because i do think every trophy deserves merit um but it's the least merited i mean other than like the fucking community shield or something shield exactly <laughs> like exactly. I, we can we could still technically win a treble, you know. So, um, yeah. and this does lighten the load going into a treble. So that's positive. I, uh, yeah, let's. I'll, I'll I'll pass it on from there <laughs> for now. <laughs> General feelings, Colby. I got a lot with individual players. I've got a lot. <laughs> I've got a lot of feelings for this fucking match. Listen, first of all. As a very young 11 that came on, we did not play in what we're used to seeing over the last season and a half, season and three quarters. Um, we've been playing a 3-2-4-1 variation up until really this match. Uh, this was more of a 4-3-3 concept. We also have to look at the fact that there were eight player swaps from the previous match. Let's also take into effect that the players that were training together this week, the ones that were fielded for this match, they have only played together this week. They have not played together as a unit more than that. There's not a lot of time to develop there. I think more than anything right now, um, just looking at the message boards, looking at the comment sections, that... There is a there was a heightened expectation of Calvin Phillips walking into this match, and it was one that was too far shot to be able to redeem themselves. And whenever we did lose, they just used him as, as a scapegoat. That's something that I'm seeing, and I, I, I I'm 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 actually almost furious about it because if you go back and you actually watch the match again, Calvin did a lot more good than not. Did he move the way everybody wanted him to? Probably not. Or the way he, he might have should have. 
maybe should have. Right. Did he make the runs that we wanted him to? Well, how could he? He's playing the fucking defensive mid role. What did you want out of him in the attack? Nothing. And doesn't you have the nothing. fucking minutes. Exactly. So let's kind of just recap some of the shit that went on. Phillips fed the ball, led to an Alvarez shot on goal. Yes, he fouled. He also sent the ball into Alvarez again. He's making runs throughout the game. He just isn't making the right runs. I mean, not the I ones even, that were on I, time. That, so that is actually one of my like sticking points. Is I don't think that. I don't think he was really making runs. Like he, he wasn't. Mean, he, he, made, was playing he made the like maybe like role. five. He made maybe like five runs off ball the whole match. Um, and I'm sorry, like I get that point, but like it, it really did bother me just the way he was floating around. And then yep. and then we're seeing Rico totally basically take up space that like he probably should have been running into and shit like that, and. Granted, I'd rather see Rico on the ball than Calvin Phillips in those right. spots. Um, right. But like, you 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 should be making those you should be making those moves to shift the defense because when the defense is so stuck in like that, when they're playing five in the back, everyone needs to be making fucking off ball runs to shift the fucking defense. Right. And if you're just you floating around stuff. and just like, there's oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna be the guy that you can pass to, which is what he was doing. Um, like that was my problem. That was my only problem. Rewatching it is, I was like, man, like, don't be, don't just be the guy that they can pass back to. Be the guy that they're looking to pass to. And he wasn't. He wasn't doing that. The difference between being proactive and reactive, and he was being Quite. very reactive at times. Right. I will agree with that one hundred ten percent. I will not deny that. My big thing, but I, I, I totally agree with you, though. I totally agree. Yeah, absolutely. My big thing is, is in all of this, and I'm, I'm not going to go through every single thing that Phillips fucking did. I could. I have it written down. Minute by minute. But I'm not going to. At the <laughs> end of the fucking day, at the end of the fucking day, he is still amongst all the people that are in our squad, an average player. So what did you expect walking into this match, thinking that he was going to show the fuck out? He wasn't. That was never what he was designed to do for this match. He's not. Or, that was or, or, I mean, he's not a world class player. Coming into the squad, he was never. He was never coming in to be a first eleven player. He was no. going to be a depth guy who was going to come in, give some of our defensive midfielders a spell from time to time in competitions like this. He was never brought in to be no. a first eleven guy. And people seem to think that... maybe the maybe the price tag or the fact that he's a highly rated English guy with the English national team. I'm not sure what it is, but he to me, I never expected him to come in and like blow oh, the doors down ever. Like no, I, I, I mean, we got him for what thirty five and... million though. Like it was not I it, shit. I think it was forty um, forty five. I mean, maybe add-ons. But yeah, I still, think it was like, forty five um, in total. Uh, but like either way, like. Even if he's told, like, you're going to come in and probably be a squad player. Well, if I'm told I'm probably going to be a squad player and I actually have a drive in this fucking world, then I don't want to just be a squad player. I do want to go after Rodri. And we yeah. have not really – I'm sorry. I'm I'm devil's advocating this shit. But, like – No, I, but you're like, right. We have not seen that from him. We have not seen that drive from uh, him. But we also correct. haven't seen him play enough 
to even really make that full determination. Five matches over two years. But that's also pep shit. Is it is. You have to show up in training to get to show up in, in a match. It is. And, and if you're not showing out against a teammate who's sitting above you, then you're not going to get the start. Period. Ever. It's that simple. He he's got the against- starts he's got out of luck of everything going on with, with Roger being on suspension. Yes, did he need to make himself shine in this moment? Maybe. But at the end of the day, as a full squad, what we need are rotational players, and he is what we need in place of in the times that our defensive mid needs a rest. Exactly. That and is what he was he, built that, for. So stop the, the 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 absolutely ridiculous expectations that you put on these players. It's stupid. Know what their role is and move the fuck on from it. I do think that like a lot of I mean, now that we're in this realm of we fucking win all the time mentality. Um, like we're always right. gonna get one trophy at least a season now, which is something most clubs can never even dream of you know yeah um couldn't fathom but that's just like the way we're like casually you know laissez-faire well if if we're at two then that's okay like two two is acceptable one is actually subpar and you know three is where we realistically should be aspire to Um, be right yeah and in in that world we're we're just like we're we're too obsessed i mean i guess we're we're pretty much planning on having Rodri's backup being another world-class player. And I'm sorry, but another world-class player is not going to be a fucking backup. And that's just the way it is. And it's certainly not going to fit into our fucking, into our fucking finances well either. Like that's why we are. That's, that's why we have who we have. Sorry, Joe, I didn't mean to cut you off. (laughs) No, you're no, no, no. You're, you guys are fine. You're, we're flowing. We're good. We're good. So absolutely. In in Calvin's uh in the grand scheme of things against Newcastle, especially, he was not the problem by himself. It was a collective issue. And Newcastle away is not an easy match either. So it's not like we should just go in there and dominate and score for nothing. Like we've done that before, but that was with a full collection of our best players on form. We had like all the points you mentioned already changed in squad players. Uh, Jack just coming back, who, to be fair, was not good against Newcastle. Let's call that out as it is. Agreed. With the, Agreed. With, yeah. the, with, with the understanding that he just came back from an in- injury and was just getting back in, which is fine. But it seems like Jack gets a pass just coming back, hasn't got a lot of minutes, but those same arguments get used against other players. For not yeah. having the minutes and then their shit but jack it's okay because it's jack so it's like let's just be fair jack didn't play well but we understand he didn't why if calvin doesn't play well for a match maybe we understand why because he's not getting the minutes that it takes to get into full flow so it's just like let's let's be fair across the board and not just nitpick on players we just don't like right exactly and, and there's no reason not to like them like there is there's no reason the nice he, kid he, he, nice exactly kid. And he's your own. Like most of these people that are out here saying it, I'm sorry to put it out, but they're Englishmen. That's the people I see in the message boards. That's the people I see in the fucking comments. It he's is in the 23 is. most times. I'm just saying. Yeah. You know, like. So 
we've done we've we fucking went in on the Phillips deal. Let's talk about some of the other players that actually did some good throughout this match. I thought Rico and Oscar both were really good. I thought Sergio had a solid game playing in a more advanced role. I think he's more comfortable yeah. up there. I think that's been proven now the past few games. I think he's more comfortable as a more of an attacking outside winger kind of position. So I thought Oscar was really good. I enjoyed watching him. I thought Rico did well. I th- I do like and agree with what Kyle mentioned about him with sometimes he was getting out of position and kind of covering spaces that other people were in. And I think that goes along with the kind of a change in formation almost that we've been having lately. It seems like often we'll get into this later in the show, but the the formation is not always as set in stone and it's a little more fluid. And when you have the likes of our best 11 out there who understand each other really well and understand have that chemistry, that mm-hmm. freedom to roam is fine because they know where each other are going to be. But when you have right. uh, a changed lineup like we had against Newcastle, giving them that freedom to roam, sometimes it gets a little messy. So. But and I, Wolves, I do, to be fair, like yeah, I mean, like, yeah, one hundred percent. Two losses up, like absolutely. Well, it, that was eight swaps and then seven swaps in the next match. So yeah, yeah. I mean it's. So I, no, I, I, yeah. I thought they, I thought those guys played well. Kyle, as far as positivity goes, um, I, I would actually first and foremost actually lean toward Kova. I thought he had a fucking great match. Um, he had some really great runs. He had some really good through balls. He was trying, he was trying to work. I mean, yeah. he might not be the most adept passer, but he was trying to work it. And and no one else really was. Um, and so I, I really I thought that he had a great match and I, I thought that yeah, I was I was really valuing what he was putting out there. Again, I'd like to see more of those runs just to because if he can suck if he can suck in some of that defense and then make the pass off instead mm-hmm. of just like laying a forward pass, that's a different realm. And that's yeah. what Pep wants, clearly. Yeah. Um so you know that um Let's see. Uh, I mean, a lot of my shit from this is not positive. Um, actually, <laughs> I, I'm bring it on, bro. Um, That's fair. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and throw out a positivity for Newcastle. Um, Lewis Hall, cheers. Yeah, I'll give like, it a thought too. You were you were only given 45 minutes. I thought that was shitty. Um, you had a great fucking first half. And you were actually like a battling part of the midfield while we were controlling it, which said something. And then once you were swapped out with Gordon, yada, yada, yada. Mm. But still, you should have had your minutes and well played. Um, also, Newcastle Press. Uh, like, yeah. Holy shit, bro. Holy shit. Like, we, it, it, I mean, it was literally fucking zero to 90. All day. All day. And that yeah. they and 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 again we're we're talking about a, a, a team that's a team that we're fielding that's not really that meshed to mm-hmm. make those one touches and beat a press so easily. And right. I mean we had them, we still did it here and there, but then you know they they would still break us with that. And we were also not com- collapsing on the ball like we normally fucking do, and that right. really fucking bothered me, which I do right. think is a resultant vector of not having Bernie on the pitch. Just gonna say that. I'll agree with that. 
Okay. No Bernie, no Phil. Those are two of our best Boom. pressers and high energy guys that kind of lead that. Agreed. And we yeah. didn't have that energy. That guys, energy. So for like, sure. Yeah. I'm with you, Kyle. Oh. Nope. Um, my final <laughs> thoughts. Any positives for you, Colby? I don't. And it's it, it's not it's not coming from a place of malice That's or okay, anything though. like that. It's just it's it's we we are so entitled at this point to a shit week. And that's what I'm going to, you know, put this, I'm going to pin it as that. Um, but I mean, one of the biggest things that I, 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 I want to again, again, throw out is like, what more did you want from Phillips out of what he did in this match? I can't, we have come to the conclusion. There wasn't, there wasn't I mean, much more. I mean, aside, aside from being more, more involved in some of the play, especially I guess offensively. But I, I, I the, from my perspective, from my view, I saw him distributing the ball. I saw him doing what was expected, and that's what we needed. Is we, but obviously, it just wasn't enough for everybody. So I get it. I do. We're allowed to have differing opinions. That's fine. Like um, you can't expect the guy to come and come out and fucking bang a goal. Like no, like no. it's you know. <sighs> It, yes, it, yeah. thank you. It's 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 it is really annoying the way that some of the supportership has been about him because like it's yeah, a scapegoat mentality. We, that's what I mean, is. we can we can sit here and nitpick all we want. But yeah. the truth is the guy like that's his first fucking like give him a fucking break. Give him a fucking break. Fuck. Like I, I'm sorry, I'm not wrapping like you think I'm wrapping him up in cotton and whatever the fuck else, but like uh, I'm not. I'm respecting the player mentality and understanding like that's a lot of pressure for you to walk onto the field to take up the shoes that you got to take up, and then moreover, be able to produce or create these unrealistic goals. Like it just, I, I, I enough said on that. And then um, log into X and see fucking everybody on your supportership shitting on you. What the fuck right. is that? How does that supposed to make him feel? Come on, think about people as people and not just some fucking yeah. figurehead stop on a fucking team for a second. God damn stop it. Stop treating stop treating players inhumanly, please. Exactly. It's, it's it, exactly. they are humans at the end of the day. And I can guarantee that the 70% of you that are out there talking shit on the players have never had even so much as set a foot on a pitch competitively or in a group setting. So shut your mouths on that, please. And God it's fucking knows not a Premier League fucking pitch. Yeah, so, certainly yeah, Shut not. your fucking mouth. Your Sunday leagues don't count. Anyways. Yeah, fucking chippy bitches. Newcastle's momentum. <laughs> I'm just enjoying the show right now, baby. <laughs> Newcastle's momentum. As I pour it on <laughs> right, Newcastle's momentum was really good for the first half, but obviously when they made those changes, it it, it, changed, it, everything. it changed everything. Um, I will not sit here and have an argument with anybody. Rico Lewis was the sole reason that goal happened. I mean, I I will argue that, but like, please let me have this argument. Let's do it. Well, it's it's a backline issue. It's not just a Rico. Issue, it is a full but... backline issue. Because they anybody on that back line could have stopped that ball coming through. Could have, but if you're the player on the fucking far post where that goal's coming last, into, he is the he last, the last totally, line of defense. Totally, totally. You, but that, that doesn't mean any of those other three players couldn't have made that fucking touch. You're right. You're absolutely right. But there is so no reason that Rico totally Rico's fault. No. 
at least give him like a 51-49 at the very least. Okay. Like, acquiesce. Acquiesce. <laughs> um, again, expectations were set too fucking high. Just well, and again, yeah. we're talking about a team that was like so fucking dismantled and meshed together that was it was just like hodgepodge as fuck. And Russ, and let's, like 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 let's really let's examine something because there are very few teams in this league that have what most would consider depth. And I feel today Newcastle showed what type of depth they have. None. Maybe that's an unpopular opinion. <laughs> I don't know. But all in the same. Not today. Sorry. I'm days off. Whatever. Um, I, I feel like they have more than what you think. Because if you think of the swaps that they made, the way that um, Eddie Howe designed their formation and who he started and when he brought certain people in, I they can be scary. I they mean, he parked be. the bus. He parked the bus to beat us for a little, little bit, bit, little bit, and to see who we were going to field. And once he had that going and saw who we were fielding by half, he was like, "All right, let me put in my fucking shit because they don't have the the midfield to actually handle our our midfield." And bam, he was right, and there we are. So. Again, this comes into the the descent that the only descent I will ever have. Again, praise be to Pep, but um, the only descent I'll ever have against Pep is his fucking substitution timing. Like, yeah, it's it's always suspect as fuck to me. Like, it's like you should have done that fucking ten minutes ago, dude. Like, everyone who's watching this sees that it should have happened ten minutes ago or fifteen or whatever. Depending on, because sometimes it's like eighty-first minute. What the fuck is that? And like, yeah, these like seventy-seven minute average yeah. sometimes don't work. Like sixty-fifth is sixty-fifth to seventy. Like put that if we're gonna do subs, put them in there so they can actually like make a change on the game instead of having fucking you, seven minutes to fucking do something. You can clearly see in any fucking game in any fucking sport shift of momentum. When you see that shift of momentum, you need to be saying, okay, get over there. Get over there. Start fucking running the lines. You're going in. Exactly. Immediately. Maybe this is us from basketball mentality. Maybe, Maybe that's that. And Maybe. that more quick, like, draw mentality. Um, but, like, I, yeah, exactly that, though. As soon as I see, like, they're, they're taking over, which, granted, in any match can happen over a 10-minute spell, and then we take back over. Shit like that happens all the time. But, like, from that half, it was a completely different team that we saw from the first half. And that's when we need to make changes to, like, actually stave them off, you know? And then mm -hmm. be able to go at them at the same time. It was uh, noticeable, like I mentioned earlier, the how much the game it, itself meant to the Newcastle fans, the Newcastle sure. players, versus what it meant to us. And I think that started with the approach that Pep one took with the media. And I'm sure it was, he's as transparent as they get, but it comes to that kind of stuff. And I'm sure it was the same way in the locker room. This very much felt like pre Pep uh, before it was the Carabao cup, whatever the hell it was, the league cup, whatever the mm -hmm. sponsor was back then, we would get roasted all the time in the Pellegrini era. Um, and, um, Roberto era of fielding 
all Are you of our players. Are you Mancini or Mancini? Is that what I was, I, I was, I was going <laughs> to fuck it up. So I was like, let me just go Roberto. Um, but, but you know what I'm talking about, right, Kyle? Because we would used to 1, field all academy players all the time, and people would just fucking roast us for not giving a shit about that competition. And I feel like we've reached that point with, even if it's against a big name team like Newcastle, I feel like we've reached that point with this competition where the energy was not there. And I get it. I understand it. It is what it is. And I think it started because I, I mentioned this because we brought up critiquing Pep in a positive, you know, in a, in a, in a way that I think the mentality of this match started with his kind of laissez-faire attitude in the presser after um, Nottingham, where he was like, I'll, I'll play if I have to, even though my back is kind of hurting. He was joking about it, but you could tell right. that this competition at this point doesn't hold a lot of weight to uh, the, the club at this point. See, I didn't take that from that, though. I, I, took, I did. Well, I, what I took from that is that like he's like, if, if I had everybody, if I had every single one of my fucking players right now fit, we would play this game differently. I can see that perspective. Yeah. And the difference with having Kevin, he maybe he doesn't play, but maybe Kevin has been playing in these other matches, which means you can actually play Phil uh, instead of having to rest Phil because he's Phil's played almost every minute. So it just gives you more options. So yeah, a little bit of both. You know, the truth is always somewhere, lies somewhere in between, all that kind of shit. So I mean, we've spent years without Bernie ever going down, right? Like, I mm -hmm. mean, has has he ever been injured since we've had him, honestly? N not to this period of time where he's missed this amount of chunk of, of time, I don't think. Yeah, like, I mean, maybe I, like I a feel week like he's for had a couple or something, but like... I feel like he's had a couple of small things over the last couple I don't of think seasons, he's ever had like not, a knock. Like, not like, a, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Not a true, like, I, you're, I'm going to take you out for four weeks. Like, right. Yeah. Haven't had that at all. No. And no. and losing a player like that, it, it, I mean that. Uh, okay, so another topic that I actually did have in my little uh, header note is so we were captaining Ake for this match. Mm. How do we feel about that? He was. That's the crazy thing. If you think about it, that he wasn't part of the five man leadership team. Nope, not at all. So that means the five guys that you had all were not five. So you had a fucking five. <laughs> <laughs> That tells you something right there. So, yep. well, it's kind of also cool to see that he might be like the next man up. I hope so. Somebody they I look think to. I mean, he does have the opportunity? Big, but like, absolutely. I think he's very. I feel like he has a very stoic nature about him. Um, and I feel like that's very respectable amongst the squad. You know, have somebody who's you know, super, uh, characteristic, if you will. I love um, him, but I got I got some words for him after the Wolves game when we get to that one. We're getting there. <laughs> we Before we jump there, I have I have just one last question. Do we think that Ortega is still valid as our backup? I don't have an issue with him still because he's not going to get a whole lot of game time as long as Ederson is healthy and. Yeah, but he's going to do all early these competition matches. matches he's going to do FA. Early yeah. competition at matches at best, and that's uh, okay because we're done with the Carabao at this point. So right. he's not going to. He'll run FA to the. He'll run FA to the final right. then. And that's, I'm okay with that because at this point you're not going to change someone at this this juncture. Um, no. it, we've had and we've had a lot of what you normally would like is have your 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 first choice 
like Ederson. And then you have some academy guys also that are like your third or fourth, but all of our stud academy keepers don't have a pathway to the first team because Ederson is so good that right. they've all left. Bazuno's left, Trafford left to get first team minutes in Premier League teams, so in like top-notch uh, clubs. So it's it's tough to have a guy, and that's a really difficult position to fill because especially at our club, you're not going to get a whole lot of time. And most guys who are upper echelon twos, almost on the peer, edge of being a one, aren't going to come just to play, what, 10 matches? Right. So, so on that then, so, I mean, Arsenal is pretty much on the outs and outs with uh, Ramsdale. Ramsdale. Yeah. I think he's is a that, one somewhere, so I don't think he would even entertain. I agree. I agree. He should be a one somewhere, but would he rather be a two with a club that's actually going to win trophies or? I like where you went with that. Uh, <laughs> I, 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 I totally see that perspective, but he's a competitor at the end of the day, and I don't feel he would be or feel sufficient enough to be sitting two in a club regardless if they're winning. He wants to be a difference maker. You can see it in his eyes when he's sitting on the bench. It's totally. like, fuck, I want to be out there, goddammit. Like, but if you, it means you could win the Champions League or, you know, I'm mean, not to say we're going to win the Champions League again because, honestly, I, I, I'm not lo- that lofty. Um, but, like, or at least not this quickly. Uh, but, right. like, to, I mean, Premier League, I mean, that's within the cards. Like, wherever you go from Arsenal, I'm, I mean, you're not going to Liverpool, which is pretty much the only other club that could potentially no. challenge us right now. Um, like, Tottenham, they're not really going to no. challenge us. They're going to they're gonna filter off. Um, like, it where are you going to go where you potentially will win a trophy as high as what you could win as a, like as our FA cup fucking second, because I'd rather, if I'm being honest from what I've seen from Ramsdale and from what I've seen from Ortega, I mean, not to say Ortega has been shit. Like he hasn't, no. but his distribution he makes some could be silly better. Moves. Like, yeah. yeah. Like they're just, yeah. there are issues there that I have. And I feel like that could be, I mean, that, I mean, everything for us starts from the back. And if our keeper is less than confident in any of that, then we're fucked in a way. Um, and I do feel like there is an aspect of him where it's like he's not sure of his passes all the time. And it's not like Ederson where he's like literally waiting for somebody to be like right up on top of him and be like, <laughs> you know, shit like that. Um, <laughs> But like, I don't know. I don't know. That's my take. That's my take. I also want to like just and I and I don't mean to do this because I was the first one to fucking call this point out. But I want to step back to the whole Pep and his preparation for this match. He, I, I think we can all agree to this, and I think we kind of already said it, maybe. But like, there was no reservation for this competition. I don't even think there was. When we play the community shield, I don't even think it was even in the thoughts in the preseason. It's meaningless competition to us at this point, as we've said. I just wanted to throw that fucking in there. I don't think anything is meaningless to us at this point. I think every every single competition, every single trophy means something to Pep. But okay. at the same time, we weigh everything as uh, there's a scale. There is a scale. Let, 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 me, let me redo that statement. 
the position that we're in with the injuries that we have, so maybe taking away all the preseason and community shield talk, being where we're at with our roster, there was no possibility that this was going to be, in this early stage, a winnable competition. There are other competitions that we're looking at that are more glamorous, if you will. See, in this case, I would have actually rather us, I'd rather have seen us played a fully, as much as we could have been, fully staffed team for the cup tie and then against Wolves, eating it if we took the loss. You know, but that, I, and in both cases, that brings up the question of the roster that will be put together against Arsenal, which we will get into later. And that's gonna be a tough one. Um, yeah, yeah, either way, it's a fucking L, and it's an L, it's an well, L that we I do think that we fought hard on, and I do think it was a like a good team match. I just think that they snuck one through, and here we are. Um, right. And we couldn't, we couldn't finesse. We couldn't be creative enough to get that match or advantage. And there we are. And that we losses are. happen, guys. Losses happen. It sucks. We move on. Yeah. But guess what? It's okay. It's going to be fine. Yeah. It's a long ass season when you're playing, talking about like fucking 60, 70 60 matches. Like Exactly. And it's, we're going to get into the Wolves game in it here now. And that was obviously literally right now. But, but that's two, that's two losses in a week. But guess what, guys? The sky is not falling. It's going to no. be okay. No, it's going to be okay. So, with that said, without further, further ado, let's, let's get into Wolves. Mm. Um, God, we spent fucking 37 minutes on one topic. That's amazing. Uh, I'm going to just. Spout off mine real quick. Looks like Kyle and you take a wee wee. Um, <laughs> Get into uh, it. As I said earlier, there were seven swaps from the Newcastle match. And in all honesty, like the 11 that were put down on paper, that's the 11 I wanted to see out of everything that was available. Like, and I, I don't know what more we could have done with what we had up until we started making some changes, but like that was a really good 11. Like, and it goes to the questions of what the fuck happened. They wanted more than we did. I We're think that's Holland. part of it. That's part We're of it. For sure. We're in Holland, I agree. I agree that we, I agree that we fielded the best 11 that we had. Um, I mean, Nunez, I, by the way, apparently he wants to go by Mateus, so feature reference. Um, Mateus. Mateus apparently, like, he he could not fucking handle no the shitstorm that he got. Okay, well, he would, that that's the worst I've ever seen uh, a returning player get. Yes, the, 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 any the disrespect that was disrespect. Literally every story. time, every time he touched the ball, they booed for like fifty. Seconds and then the entire Wanker! fucking Wanker! crowd. That was some Ted Lasso shit. Like that was never heard. I've <laughs> never heard it like that before. So, and again, we said this earlier. He's a fucking human being. Anybody yes. that's probably gonna get to you, especially when you had been there for a while and enjoyed your time, because he 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 likes being at Wolves. He didn't have a, a bad right. time there. So, but like well, that, let, that was brutal, man. That was hard to watch him out there because you it could was. tell it was it was it was. Getting to him towards the how could it not? How could it not? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. 
So let's let's recap a second. Him walking into city. Okay. So the 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 common well known thing is that he took strike. Did not show up to training so he could sign for us. That has been debunked, by the way, um, by not only our coach, but other media sources. Um, I think it's funny that people were using that bit in this match the way that they were, knowing that Pep had already said something, knowing that other media sources had already said this. Why was this such a topic still? Like, why? why it, I don't get it. Because clubs don't like to lose their best players. Shit fucking happens. But it's still, it's still like you as a supporter. Like, I mean, it's right now. It sucked when we lost Mares. It sucked when we lost whoever the fuck, all the people that we lost in the summer. Like, it sucked. That's more like losing Kevin, honestly. That's more like losing for them. I, okay, I can take that yeah. argument. I can totally take that argument. I can totally take that. And if you put yourself in in their shoes for a second, when your your best players continually get poached by the bigger clubs, I get you're gonna it. have a, you're gonna have a visceral reaction to that because you're like, we're not good enough for you. Fuck okay, you, but the bro. thing of it is, but the thing of it is, I guys, get that. Is that the narrative is that he did not show up to training. Because he wanted to sign for City. That was not the case. And and they'll always fucking try to spin some shit like that. Like, that's always going to happen. It's petty. But that's, it's stupid. But, but I, don't oh, think, no doubt. I don't think that's what I don't think that's what we were hearing. What we were hearing no. is fucking supporters who were like, dude, fuck you for, like, realistically. Selling out. Yeah, well, I mean. In their maybe, mind. Yeah, 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 selling that's out, where, and that's where I'm coming from. Yeah, but like at the same time, again, it's a fucking human being, and you as human beings, what would you do? Would you want to sit in your fucking mid-table club who might make Champions League next year? Guess who what? You're might not. Be fuck, yeah, exactly. And, who might be relegated? Like, and or or go to the the team that just won a fucking treble. What would you do? Like, come the fuck on, be reasonable. Be real with yourself. Yeah, fucking, like, I hate it. Like, just be, I, everything. Like, treat people like humans. Everything about that match uh, yesterday on Saturday just got me angry because I was that was that was fucking frustrating. Their players were pissing me off with their diving like hunts and, and shit, like and just just, Cunha just being a little bitch. Oh my god! Like it was so frustrating every fucking time they went down they would fling themselves around and the fact that Neto got a goal which was well worked on his part but the fact that it was an own goal at the end is like you did great getting to that position but like you didn't do shit for the goal you just put the ball I have a lot of feelings about you literally just centered a ball a lot of feelings about how that happened and a lot of feelings on that yeah so and the then top it all off the guy who scores the game winner should have been fucking sent off at the end of the first half he already had a yellow, and that challenge on Kyle was a blatant as fuck yellow card, and he should have been sent the fuck off then. So he should never been in there to begin with. And we were we were dealing with that fucking soft officiating all first half, by the way, all where it was it, it was only I think that was the only first half yellow card even like where like because they like it was only extreme fucking situations where and and this is where 
Officiating is a whole fucking problem, and I hate to be a guy who's going to bitch about officiating, but is it so much to ask for you to be consistent throughout an entire match as to the way you call a foul? It's not. It's not. If this is a yellow card, then it's a yellow card 25 minutes from now. Period. Fuck off, you fucking cunt. That's that's all he asked for is consistency with that kind of shit, and that did not happen. And consistency will not come until VAR is at every fucking match and it's used correctly. That second part is is the point right there. The part that you just said is super important. It's it's being used right now, but across the fucking board all year, there are so many instances looking at y'all Liverpool. Apologies for y'all. Y'all got fucked. Um, Cheers. That that VAR. Although I'm glad you didn't advance and shit like that. Eh. But yeah, that's just super frustrating. And as much as I love Nathan Nake, he was below his standard from last year. Yesterday, Neto was giving him the business, and his pace was giving him trouble all game. Okay, that fucking tackle is what led to that fucking goal. Yes, he that was a that, shit that, fucking tackle, and, mm-hmm. and you yep. can't really be mad at him because he went in for it. He just didn't connect right. I mean, if he would have just run up. down into Man. the corner and no, had no. him vault in, this whole thing would have been completely fucking different. That's that's a textbook AK okay tackle, though. Like it's just normally he connects with the ball better, and this particular time he didn't. So I don't I don't well, blame I don't blame at all for that. I feel like it was just like. A mis-execution, and you know, we all have I don't mind the I don't mind the tackle, but if you're going to go for it in that situation, knowing you don't have a lot of support behind you, you better fucking either take exactly. the man and you're or get going the ball into the final third. Like, why Fair. would you do? Like, either knock his ass to the ground or there. get the ball. Eat a fucking card for yeah. sure. Yes, yeah. please. But don't oh. l- miss the ball, and then also let the guy get past you when you're on the on the ground and trying to play catch up. So it was like, yes, yes. And that was just, I mean, there are other other times too where he he just was getting beat. And again, I love him. I'm not trying to kill the guy. Everybody has a bad game, and that's okay. But Neto had a great game, to be fair. He really did. He was on it, and you could tell he really wanted it, which is fine. I mean, that happens, but let's also call a spade a spade. It's It's not a bad thing. It's just like, hey, truth, you didn't have a good game today. That should happen. Racist. Do, I once got, do, I once got told do that, be, that was do racist. Do better next time. Good Lord. <laughs> Unbelievable, man. Message board. That's, that shit is the funniest thing to me when people try to tell me that I'm racist. I'm like, really? <laughs> Allow me to introduce my to, to my wife. Uh, right? <laughs> Unbelievable. That's always the best. I'm like, nope. Nope, you are so off base, and let me tell yeah, you, yeah, dude, you have literally. Do you know what racism means? <laughs> Let's talk for a second. Right, yeah. um, no. have a seat. <laughs> no, yeah, and I mean, it, it all it all came down to just I I truly believe again again an away match. Yeah. Um, there's with no plane, were, no plane. They didn't have a plane huge. coming back from Newcastle, so they didn't get back until late, and then they had to travel again on Friday or Saturday, like Friday morning. So they've had very, I mean, very little rest. Again, come back to this human thing. That's fucking difficult. Even with first class travel that they have, it's fucking hard to go with very little rest and turn yourself around that quick to get back and ready to go. I, I, like, I have you ever feel, done that? Within, okay. I mean, I, I, don't know. I want, yeah. I want to feel that way, but that flight from the London area to Manchester is not that very, that not that long. 
And like, I can respect that for our, a team that in our situation where we live, a team that's playing that comes from New York and is playing in San Francisco and then has to flip that back or around. Or a Champions League match. And then they have a the Thursday night Russia. game. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Like, like I, I, I feel more for players in that perspective, in that realm, than I do within the little island. Not At the little. same time, travel is travel. Travel is travel, and it is exhausting when you're up 30,000 feet and you're going up and down within that time. Speaking from being in that profession at one point, it is. The so Friday, the, the, the flight to, to Wolves probably wasn't so bad, but that yeah. the getting in super late from a night game from Newcastle to Manchester. Yes. And then that, zipping off. Within, what, 48 hours, that's, that's a tough turnaround. But yeah, we I think we had like a, I think we had two days do. of training. I don't even know if we had two days two days. Of I think training, it was one. Actually. Yeah, I think we had one day of training. And then we had to go. Um so that's that's really where it comes in. Um Yeah, we had one. We had one day cuz it was fucking Wednesday to Saturday. What the fuck is that bullshit? Like FA fucking do better, okay? Fucking do better this, because you, this, you need to fucking care about these players who are actually making you money, you fucking dumb idiots. So do you expand the, the season? Do you expand the season for to fit in all these competitions? You can't. You can't. Right, because there's other teams that are not in those competitions. Right. And because that's still like I mean, that's still like it a already, two month window. Like it's nothing. Yeah, you get June and July off. That's about it. So if you go yeah. any farther into May, then they're kind of so I get it, but it is what it is, I guess. I don't know. It is what it be. But this is what the managers have been saying for a long time. That was what Kyle was saying. Care about the players. Let's figure out a better way to do this. There's a lot of smart fucking people in this business to be able to figure out a way to manage these games and schedules a little bit better than this. Instead right. of adding more fucking games to them like they're talking about. That part too. Um, see, right. I, I get. I, see, I kind of think you just spread the season out a little bit more. Like, I, I mean, have. obviously, let's not let some of the. You still let those mid-table teams play on those weeks, which I guess they kind of still do. But like, I don't know. I don't know what the formula will be. So, I'm not going to sit here and formulate it in front of. That's everybody. actually not a bad <laughs> idea. Like, yeah, if you're not in these, if you're not in Europa, if you're not in Champions, whatever. Um, then you have midweek matches. Yeah. Just to keep then, the pace up. Just to keep then, the pace up with the teams that are in competition. So that way the wear and tear is not as like gapped between each team. I mean, I like that. Um, that's actually like a solid. But I mean, so one one thing that we've run into consistently is yeah. we'll play a Wednesday match and be scheduled for a Saturday match. And it's like FA. What the actual fuck? Put us on Sunday. Why, put, you put why, no Sunday and why Sunday is Liverpool Saturday. playing on fucking Sunday when they're on a fucking Tuesday or Wednesday match? Why? It doesn't make any fucking sense. Like be and, respectful and the to the is, players. And the thing of it is, is that you only have five teams out of the fucking twenty who are in those competitions. Aside from the domestic ones, every one of them are I in mean, that. Obviously, six. Is, is it six seven? seven? Sorry, six seven. With FA um, or with uh with with CL Europa and then what is it Europe or Europa Conference? Yeah, Conference League. Yeah, yeah. Can we circle Wait. back to something 
about sure. the Wolves lineup that you kind of mentioned. You you guys both said you liked the eleven, correct? I like our eleven. Our eleven. I, you liked. The, I thought. You, I thought we fielded a strong eleven for the match. Here, here, but, here's where I differ with that piece, and it's strictly because during the match, Kyle was not playing in the back. He was playing pretty much as an out and out winger the whole time. Yeah, and I and I think wrong. that. I think his services are better used as one of the back three because that's essentially what we were doing. We had we had um, Diaz, Ake, and Akanji in the back three, and Kyle was pretty much playing a winger plus spot. I would have rather and preferred, and again, armchair quarterbacking here, having Kyle play back and then putting one of our more attacking options up there in that spot to like give Rico. us a little bit more creative. Or, or yes, somebody just one of one of our midfielders, wingers throw them up there and put Kyle's pace, which was obviously a, something we were lacking in the back because Neto and Quang were giving us some issues with their, their speed. <laughs> Quang. Um, so I, if you're going to play Kyle as like a, essentially a winger, I would rather just have his pace in the back three of that three, two, four, one, instead of having him being like one of the wingers. I I think that's a brilliant fucking take. I think that like, especially when you talk about like in a three, because if we're talking about like a Diaz Fardiol as the other two, those motherfuckers can sit back and be a back two all day long and all he can day fucking, long, and he can go fucking do his thing. You know, um, yeah, they are stable as shit as a back two. You know, like as like a like a, in a four three three kind of situation. But if it, it, I I think that yeah, I think you're totally right and. And again, are we are we questioning Pep now though? Like, are we are we saying Pep fucked up? I mean, is it not kind of our jobs at this point that we not put ourselves in a situation to critique what goes on during our matches? I, I, I is it is it out of the realm to once in a while question the mentality of our coach? Yeah, I think he realized yeah. it too towards the end because once when he pulled Ake off, Kyle dropped. Back, back know, played next it. next yeah. to a Kanji and Diaz, so I think it would have been maybe a little better to start it that way if you were going to play Kyle that far forward. But because he, I mean he's he's played well up there, but like I would rather someone who has a little bit more attacking ability and utilize his pace, which is such a weapon, a little bit farther back against the team that was clearly just trying to counterattack all day long. Right. Yeah, right. That was their whole game plan was let's just sit back and hope for a counterattack from what with our speed. And that's that's what we're gonna get from those quote quote unquote lower level, you know, clubs. Um mm-hmm. is they're gonna try and eat our attack and yeah, hopefully get something off the bat. Um I I, I as much of a proponent of a kanji as I am, I am disappointed and good word i was thinking that one (laughs) good word (laughs) yeah i yeah like i i i feel like like especially in in that kind of scenario that you're talking about having kyle back there i would like i don't want a kanji in that i want diaz vardiol and walker like i don't want a kanji anywhere near that and maybe then as like a right wing back kind of thing if if we're going to play that kind of scenario um but even still, like I, I, I don't know. Like I feel like Akanji has not been. 
He's, he, I mean, he has not been up to last year's standards for one fucking thing. No. But I also think that bringing him in, we watched the development of him. We watched him get better and better and better week in and week out where we're not seeing any improvements thus far in week seven. I, it's, I mean, he's like 28, I, I think it's a 29. Like, Is he? Yeah. Let me pull it up. I got his name right here. Okay. He's 28. Oh, okay. Bam. Bam. (laughs) I don't know. We're not going to see. I mean, we will see growth, but like he has to want it at this point. You know, it's not like a fucking 23 year old, you know? Yeah. You're not, you're not so much a student of the game as you are a, uh, a, uh, a reflection of the game. Maybe. An alum. Yeah, exactly. Um, I don't know. This this week has just been fucking bonkers. So we can put it in the past then and look forward to what we got coming up then, huh? Wednesday, exactly. Champions League against Leipzig. Yeah. And so I let's... truly, truly believe that we are about to pardon the terrible, terrible verbiage. But gang rape the actual fuck out of Leipzig. Let's hope. <laughs> <laughs> I guess. I, I it's in Germany, I, I, so it's our third away game in a yeah, row. Yeah, exactly. And it, and it's I think it's one of what six or seven in a row. I think we are coming hot. Yeah, that's that's actually a really fucking valid point. Is how away we've been, by the way. Um, like we have been playing away. Like it's nobody's business right now, well, um, and we and and we still have, I think, five, four or five matches away before away. we come back to the Etihad, and it's fucking nonsense. I, it I is, have it, it up right nonsense. now. We play Brighton in the month of October. We have one, two, three, four. We have five matches. Four of them are on on the road. There you go. Jesus, fuck. So four Christ. more matches, and Brighton's home is what you're saying. We're home against Brighton. That's good though. I'd rather play home against Brighton. Fuck Brighton. Well, at, and Brighton's at, looking like fucking doo doo right now. So I don't know. They at, have some peaks at at Leipzig, at Arsenal, away for Young Boys, and at Old Trafford. I mean, will the Young Boys have like? Do we have to bring the candy or? <laughs> So Kyle, you're you're of the opinion and the feeling at this point that we're going to utilize this shitty week as a positive and turn it on against Leipzig. Is that correct? One thousand fucking percent. I think that like there is no other way that Pep can. I mean, as players, I mean, as I mean, all of us have played sports, right? So like as players, when you have a fucking week like this, where you're just like, we should have fucking won that. We should have fucking won that. What the fuck are we going to do now? We're going to fucking win the next fucking 10 fucking games because fuck all these motherfuckers. Like, it's on. It's on. This is done. Like, we we messed up. We know what we messed up. We know what we messed up. Now, let's not fucking mess up and let's fuck these motherfuckers up. And I think that is exactly what we're going to see. Like, the heat. The heat. Leipzig doesn't have shit either, you know? 
And I think we're starting to get a little more healthy too. Bernie's getting closer to being back. Johnny Stones is about to be back soon too. He might be back for the Arsenal game. It looks like next weekend. Good. So, um, I hope starting so. to get a little, little healthier. And now Jack has got some matches under him. Kova's back fully, so we can actually train with a with the guys who are going to be playing on the pitch during the during the matches. So I think even with the shitty week that we just had, I think it's still trending in the right direction. And I'm I'm leaning more towards Kyle's belief than patience, I guess. I feel like they're going to come out and perform well on Wednesday. It's the hope that kills you. Uh, that's, what, that's what they say over there across the pond. It's the hope that kills you. And I think I might stay in that mind frame. Uh, Man, do not. Do not even to. start that shit because I have I have been the one that's been sitting here being like classic city, classic city, blah, blah, blah. And you're the one that's always been positive. So you cannot stop being positive, okay, <laughs> motherfucker? You have, to, you, have to, you have to keep me positive, okay? <laughs> and dude, I, I, I just – I don't know, man. It's it, it, Again, and I've said this so many times on this uh, – just on this episode. Like, this was a fucking tough week. This was – this was hard. Uh, I think – you're right. I think that the bounce back mentality is there. I think I think it, it's fucking out for blood at this point, as you should be because of these two losses. Goddamn um, well should be at least. I, I but I, I'm still gonna sit reserved because I and and we said we just said what we said about Pep is maybe some of his tactics and substitutions and things that he's doing are just are not really working all the way. I feel like a lot of times and especially over the last 5 matches whether they've been competition or league we're starting to get sought out. So I hope that in the coming week maybe Pep reassesses a little bit and comes out with some sort of new tactic and they or maybe they're even working on one as we speak which would be ideal um because between the four three three and the two, or excuse me, the three two four one, I feel like again we're being sought out. That's I'm glad you said. I'm glad you said that because I was thinking the exact same thing. Because both matches, you could tell how much Wolves and Newcastle wanted it against us, and I liken it to um, the big dogs in college basketball. Sure. You take every single team's best shot. Every week, every game that you play, you're going to take everybody's biggest hit. And sometimes we perform well enough to win and other times shit happens. But that's it's difficult being the person, like you said, that's thought after, that's hunted, which we have been in the past. But when you add in that extra level of being the trouble winner, treble. that's going to mean everybody is going to raise their level. Every all the away fans are going to be fucking in rabid. You're going to have people raising their play to to try to prove that they can do something against the trouble winners. So I'm glad that you brought that up because that was something I had put in the back of my mind to to mention during the show, and I hadn't yet. So way to be in my head, Colby. I'm always fucking spot on. <laughs> spot on. <laughs> I do hope that we. I, I, I don't know. It's it's just a situation where it's just up to the guys. It and, isn't. And it's not the end of the world. No. It isn't. Like, I mean, if we lose to Leipzig, we're probably still going to win the group. Um, yeah. Whatever, you know. 
Like there, we can we can handle we can take some losses and still do exactly what we did last year, um, like we did last year because we didn't we didn't win last year by not losing, right? Um, and yeah, so it's not the fucking end of the world. It's just a fucking speedboat. Yeah, and there will be that in any 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 way, in any form or fashion of life, and you just have to take them in stride. And you move on, as we said. I just and, feel like uh, with with like the halftime talks we see from Pep, where, where you'll see guys come out and like fucking one eighty from a halftime yeah. talk from Pep. Yeah. And I just feel like we're we're in a halftime talk from Pep time right now, and we need to one eighty. And I think that we're going to one eighty. He's definitely oh, going to yeah. be up in some asses this week. Oh, goddamn oh, right. Like, he's going to be up in fucking everybody's fucking, yeah. Like, smelling poop. He's going to be smelling yep. poop all day. Yep. Straight brown. <laughs> straight brown nose and with like a vengeance. Just, just on that nose. Just on that nose. <laughs> fucking Charlie Brown. Oh. <laughs> That's why Charlie Brown should have been called Charlie Brown. Because he had a brown nose. I'm just saying. Because <laughs> he was a brown noser. <laughs> yeah. I, I, oh, I wish God. I knew a Charlie right now. I'm trying to think of it. Sorry. I'm I know it. I know a Charlie. I know a Charlie. He's Harbaugh? Not, he's no, he's a top oh. drunk. Yeah, Harbaugh is not a... Uh, no, he's a... That is a, a fucking, fucking mayor. <laughs> he's a fucking mayor. Man. He's a respectable man. He's so, By I, the way, to, cheers. Charles cheers Harbaugh the fourth, I believe. You're a fucking G. Like, you're talking... You're a fucking dude, he, G. The way he dresses, I wish I could be tall and skinny like him and wear the suits that he does because they're magnificent. I and mean, that's saying something from me. You could so I'm not a super wear a nice suit. No, but he gets some shits like Yeah, but you don't have to be tall and skinny to wear yeah, but, a suit that fits. But I want to be tall and skinny, Kyle. It's not about you. Let him I mean, have neither moment. of us are ever going to be tall, okay? We're never going to be fucking Joe. <laughs> Joe Monster, tall, okay? <laughs> fucking ogre out here. Yeah, <laughs> buddy. Six foot, seven foot. Eight foot. <laughs> I got you. Okay. Did you well, did you get did you get roasted growing up being as tall as you are, or did you get like it was just kind of like norm? More so from family members than uh, than people oh, that I, I knew yeah. family members would give it to me the most but it would just made me laugh because i would just walk up close to him and look down and be like shut the fuck up bitch how right. soon were you six feet tall how soon um seventh grade fuck Shit. off i was <laughs> i was as tall as i am right now ditto i mean I, I think i was like i think i was like five seven in seventh grade or five eight like i think i had like an inch and a half that i grew from five or from seventh yeah. to eighth grade and i haven't grown since then i think i got to no. six three six four by sophomore year and then i had another growth spurt going into junior year and i got to six seven at that point so who's that one kid that went to our school kyle he played basketball i think his name was dean dean lake yeah, Dean Lake. That motherfucker was tall too. Every time I was near him, I didn't want to. I, he was a very nice guy. So nice guy. I, I actually grew up with Dean. Um, Did you? And we played like I. So his dad was my 11, 12 year old baseball coach, which okay. I got. I got moved up as a ten year old, um, into 11, 12 for that 
because I was just badass him, that kind of thing. Um, and uh, <laughs> um, but I was a, I was a really good catcher and that kind of shit, and and I had a good batting average and shit like that. But like anyway, uh, he was fucking like five eleven, six foot at twelve years old. Like, and he played first base because no one like if you tried to rip that first baseline, nope, <laughs> nope. Got it. <laughs> All day long. All day long. All I gotta do is sit my fucking arm up. You fucking bitches. Like it was it was nuts. I picked I picked people off as a 12-year-old or as a 10-year-old fucking catcher. Like I picked off people trying to like lead off first. Like it was uh his stretch was so nuts. So nuts. Dude, he okay, so like <laughs> like he was so tall, like and, and, and a complete gentle but six, he was six okay, so he was six like six ten and six six ten and change. Right. Um, which, so he always claimed only 6'10", like, as far as, like, uh, you know, sports goes. Um, but he's basically fucking seven foot. Like, yeah. that motherfucker. And he could rain threes. Hey, good. All day. Dude, okay, okay, so total gentle giant, right? But he's like that one kid, even if he wasn't, like, you just, what, you don't say a bad word about that guy. Like, well, he, was, like he really is that height, nice. His he height, really is he's, that nice. he's that nice, but his height was so daunting that it was just like, I'm having to walk away now. <laughs> I, I, I've just known the Lake family, like, right. I've known the Lake family for fucking, yeah, 20, 30, 30, 20, 20, 25 years, something like that. Um, and like, yeah, so his sister is like six, four or six, five. Oh, um, shit. Like, yeah, like, they're, they're all, they're she all might tall. be like, they're all super tall. And she's redheaded. So like, uh, yeah, <laughs> we've gone off the rails, folks. We've gone off the fucking rails. Cut that! 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 Um, I can't. I, I I just no. I never mind. I got nothing. I got nothing. All um, right, we're gonna we're gonna wrap up that. <laughs> I'm so disappointed myself for that. Okay, I'm sorry. And Lake family, Dude, I love you all so much. Bill Lake, love you. Uh, Dean, send, love you. Please send them this episode. There's Just no kidding. fucking chance that happens. There is no <laughs> <laughs> if they find it, cheers. But, yeah, sorry. <laughs> no malice. Um, much respect. No, no. I, I mean, I, I wish I had not just. Yeah, I wish I had not referenced the. Never mind. <laughs> Let's wrap it up there again. Um, <laughs> so we're, we're Arsenal is ahead of us. No, they're not. Are they not? No, you we're mean, still tied to table. I wasn't talking about the. I, I wasn't. I wasn't talking about. Wow. I was talking about they're ahead of us as far as Ooh, who coming we up. up. Upcoming. Oh, coming up. I see. My bad. Upcoming. They are still touted as one of the better teams in this league in spite of their table stance. Um, what do you think that we need to do in preparation for this match? I think they need to kind of settle on a formation since it's kind of been very fluid in the past couple matches. I think they need to drill that and be like, "These, this is what we're playing. This is the role that I expect from you. And I think getting just some consistency in practice from 
the guys coming back from being fit or being unfit and being getting back into the routine will help. I don't think anything drastic needs to happen, but I do think they need to kind of settle on a style of formation and kind of go with that. Agreed. That's where I'm at anyway, but I know nothing drastic at this point. I think we just need to tweak a little bit with where we're positioning guys and making sure everybody's clear on what their expectation is, especially since we've been had a have, especially because we've had a rotating cast of guys mm-hmm. starting over the past week and a half. I Tom. think what you said there is probably one of the most key factors is that, so we have two matches coming through, right? Um, like we have one before Arsenal, and sure. what we need to what we need to do is acknowledge who is going to be in those positions for both matches now, yeah. because if it's not going to be the same for both, which may or may not happen, may not be. Um, yeah, exactly. Uh, then we need to tell these players, okay, you're going to be this match, you're going to be this match. We're going to train for both now. Because both will require our attention. I just don't think that's what's going to happen. Um, I think that what's going to happen is we're going to focus or focus on um, Leipzig now and probably field a kind of weakened squad for Leipzig, sit some people, and then have like a day again of training before we put somebody or put a put a squad together for the weekend for Arsenal, and that's just going to be fucked. Uh, do we play Saturday or Sunday? I don't remember. Sunday. Sunday. Okay, Thank so God. at least we have the extra day. Yeah. Wednesday, um, Wednesday, Sunday. God damn, of course. I mean, I knew it was Wednesday, but still. Um, uh, uh, um, no, I, I, I just hope that I, I, I would really do it if I, if I was managing the club. If I was, if I was Pep, I'd be like, okay, this is what I'm doing. If if you come out of, you know, obviously some of those people are going to transfer into the next match. So if you come out of this match and you're hurt or whatever, you're this person's backup, whatever. But like for these two matches coming up, this is our plan. And I I mean, I don't think it's going to happen like that. But I, I genuinely hope that we have an attack plan that like actually fucks motherfuckers up. But um <laughs> I, I really hope that we're more focused on Arsenal than we are on Leipzig because I don't think that our, Leipzig really. I'm not worried about losing to Leipzig, is what I'm saying. I will still make it through group. I'm worried well, and, about losing to Arsenal. Yeah, and Le- Leipzig does not have, as far as their roster goes, they don't really have much, in my opinion, as far as the attack goes. Like they have Olmo, they have uh, Xavier Schlager, and then, then that's really it. And those are B team players at best. Yeah. Like I, I genuinely believe that they lost everybody, you know, over the last transfer window or the summer transfer window. Yeah. Um, and being and, and your biggest defensive piece. And your biggest uh, fucking attacking piece. Yeah, yeah, and cuckoo. That's right. Yeah. So it's I, I, I don't I don't feel as angsty about this match. Uh, against Leipzig at all, it still deserves it, respect. It, it does, mm-hmm. and, and it will get it will get what it deserves. But at the end of the day, my eyes are not focused anywhere except for next Sunday. Yeah, 
1000%. We need agreed. We need to fucking put a fucking you know, stake in the ground and say we lost a couple matches, but guess what? We're still fucking city and we're still going to fuck you bitches up. Sorry, I was just taking a I was taking a game. Period. No, how <laughs> take a little bit of their soul. I uh I just I just took a look at the light of the table as it stands. And now we're only a point ahead of Tottenham. Arsenal now is in third. Yeah. Liverpool dropped to fourth. Villa's up. Brighton's down. Dude, West honestly, Ham, Newcastle all in the same. Until it's like at least 20 games in, I don't get We're a not going to see. Right. Right. Like, unless, I, I think like 20 games in, we're fucking 20 points behind, and that's a fucking problem, but that's not going to be the case. So, yeah. Let's hope. Let's hope. let's there's, let's there's let's no hope way. this let's really hope that this string of injuries that has come upon us is the last that we see at least until March. Give me I don't mind them two. if I don't mind them if we if we have a consistent fucking team to practice together. Because as right. soon as those guys are practicing and doing training together all the time, we all all those players know how Pep wants each position to play. Right. But they have to learn how to play those positions together. And right. that's where like a day of training is not enough. And, well, and we can't we can't play amoeba ball like we've been playing the last couple of games either. So right. And if you don't understand that term, amoeba ball is when players collectively get around a person on the opposite side who has the ball or the person that actually has the ball on your team and there's players within your purview that's too close. AKA bunching. Bunching. Bunch ball. That's all that is. Uh well guys. That was a that was a wild a wild episode. We had, we we did had a lot. Apparently like we I think we've gone like a half hour over what we've been trying to do. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, that's because um, we have two games been, to cover this time, so that's understandable. That's true. True. Fair. <laughs> so I guess we better start getting used to this because that's going to be the schedule from here on out. And we also spent like 45 minutes on one fucking... Uh, yeah, we did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> one match. Yeah, we did. There was a lot but, of emotion, so bear with us, folks. So much emotion. Fuck you, yeah. fucking Newcastle. Fucking bitches. Fuck you, Newcastle. And fuck you, fucking wolves, you fucking diving cunts. Like, that shit Ooh. really fucking bothered me, you fucking... Gamesmanship cunt. Sorry. There's definitely been the most amount of F words and certainly the most amount of C words in this episode. Yeah, um, more C words. <laughs> I, I wouldn't say the most F words, but I, I mean, the count's probably low comparatively, but C words I'm up on. Yeah. A lot of passion. A lot of passion. From so much passion that. today. So much passion. Um, Thank you guys for sitting in with us and listening. Um, sorry if you guys don't like what we have to say sometimes. It's the nature of the business. We are people. We have opinions. Uh, ours just seem to be on a collective note this week. Um, Please we do let us know what you. your opinions are. Yeah. Like, but let us know what your All opinions are. are. Yeah. All exactly. are welcome. Please let us know what your opinions are. Hit us in on Spotify. Uh, you can uh, answer some, uh, our Q&A there. Um Start a thread on our page. Say something on one of our pictures. Start something. We don't care. We want you guys engaged. We want to hear your thoughts. We want to hear your concerns. All of it. Um, again, I want to shout out 
I do. We did this last week. I'm going to do it again. I want to shout out all of our listeners from over in the UK. Um, I definitely want to shout out all of our listeners here in the US as well, uh, mainly Virginia, Texas. Hey, right, you got, uh, Illinois, you guys are doing it all for us, and we really appreciate you guys. Also want to throw in that as of today is the last two weeks you have for the DCOSC to sign up for your membership. Please do it now. And right pay now. dues. And pay, and pay your dues. You got to do both. Um, I, yeah, believe that mo- I, I believe there are some cities around so the country that are probably already... too late when this comes out, actually. Yeah, well, there are there are definitely a couple of cities that have wrapped up uh, their um, membership for the beginning part of the season. The next open window will not probably be until March or April. Um, so if you had if you didn't register, awesome, because that means you can register the next time. If you were already registered and you didn't pay your dues, guess what? You're shit out of luck. Um, and you're missing wait. on the fun stuff. Like and you're missing on the fun. There's exactly scarves. <laughs> Pins, uh, guaranteed seats at the Etihad or any away game, guys. And obviously, if you don't know this, if you haven't seen, most cities' dues are a little bit different. DC's is thirty-five this year. I believe Chicago's is like twenty-five or thirty. No, it's thirty-five. Um, thirty-five. Pretty, okay. much, pretty much everywhere that I'm hearing right now is thirty-five. Is it's pretty much and a rightfully so. Now. Rightfully yeah. so, because the scarves that they're producing this year, American are dollars. From Ru- American dollars, and they're made by this company called Roughneck. If you haven't heard of them, they're fucking awesome. <clears throat> right there is one of their scarves. And uh, I believe Joe has one behind him as well. They are high quality, the highest yeah, At some point, scarves. I will have maybe, yes. I, don't, I don't know, I'll have to figure out how to do that. But there will be there yeah. will be a Cap City one in there once I get it. Oh, yeah. um, well. Right on. Thank you all again. Guys. Tune in next week. Um it will probably be a little, maybe, hopefully, more toned down. <laughs> we, can't, <laughs> we, can't, we can't guarantee anything. So, um, Time until tell. then, right? Until then, deuces. Oh, wait, I'm going to do this. Love y'all. Peace. Adios.